0: give me a hell yeah I said give me a hell yeah Everybody, this is Double G for the Fight Game Podcast. And just like Mason Betha, welcome back to Big D. <laughs> I'll take it, bro. <laughs> I'm so I'm not used to any of these damn intros, but I'll take it. So what's up, man? We haven't we haven't done one of these in a while.
1: Yeah, seven months we haven't done one of these. It's been a long time, bro. That's about as long as uh I don't know, bro. That's about as I, I, I my joke. It, I, I lost it.
0: I lost my you, joke. You were it's been about, a while. You were about to do like a dirty joke and then you were like wondering, like, should I say it? And then you kind of were like, uh, and then you hesitated. You know well, what they my, say? My,
1: my dirty humor is still there. It's just that now that I have this channel, I've kind of learned to censor myself because my channel is pretty much a, a family friendly channel. So you're right. Like Sometimes I, I'm still in that mode of being on my channel when I, you know, I can't really be dirty all the time. So yeah.
0: You know what they say about he who hesitates?
1: He masturbates. That's right. <laughs> that is correct. I learned that the hard way when I was young.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, so what Big D and I are doing? Uh, this is I don't know. This is like the fourth year or something like that. We've done these uh, Road to WrestleMania weekly podcasts. Now, um, this is a, a collaboration between the Fight Game Podcast as well as your World of Geekdom channel. So quickly. Explain the world of geekdom channel to the folks who are listening on fight game blog uh, and the fight game podcast and may want to also join the world of geekdom channel.
1: Well, yeah, I have two YouTube channels. Um, This is for those of you who are not subscribed, obviously, for those of you who are new. If you're subscribed, you know this already. So I have Geekdom 101, which is a Dragon Ball and anime channel. Then I have World of Geekdom, which is basically a channel where I, I basically, it's more like a free reign thoughts kind of channel. I do movie reviews. I talk about wrestling. We talk wrestling scoops on there. I talk about life and life experiences and kind of do lots of commentaries, you know, like I'll do like, and when I say commentaries, I don't mean like movie commentaries, like you know like riff track commentary I mean like I'll give opinions on things like you know like for example I did a video recently about is Eric Killmonger the best villain in MCU history and I think he is I I I think it's a yes yeah that's your boy Michael B. Jordan but he was great not just because of his acting skills but because of the incredible writing that Ryan Cooler had done. I talk about how great of a character he is. So stuff like that, get it on the channel. Lots of Star Wars talk, especially when Last Jedi came out. I was not a big fan of that movie, so I did maybe about 10 videos on Last Jedi, breaking down everything I did not like and some things that I did like. Um, you know, So yeah, World of Geekdom
0: is the, is the channel. So YouTube.com slash World of Geekdom.
1: Yeah, I can't do like the Super Friends variety show like I did 10 years ago. So this is kind of like a replacement and I get to talk about whatever I want. And no, it's not YouTube.com slash World of Geekdom. Let me actually – no, that's not the link. Um, I just look for World of Geekdom because YouTube does not give you your own link like that anymore. It's like YouTube.com slash like a bunch of letters. There's no
0: vanity links on YouTube? Wow.
1: There's no vanity links on YouTube. Well, there, there there's one for my main channel but not for this channel.
0: Um. So you got you to gotta hit, hit like a follower number or something to get the vanity link.
1: I did it the first time and I think I forgot how to do it the second time. <laughs> um, so it, there might be a vanity link. And I just don't know what it is, um, which is not good. I mean, but uh, if you type in world of geek them on
0: YouTube, you'll find it. You know, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll give you a link. So if they find oh, yeah. your shit on the, on the blog post, they can Absolutely. click it.
0: I'll, I will link it in both the pl- the post and, and the uh, RSS feed to the, to the podcast, so the links will be in there. Um, Great. Okay, so, so you got your business out of the way. Quickly, on my end, uh, Fight Game Podcast uh, is our main feed, and uh, podcasts include this one, the Fight Game Podcast, and, and this is going to be you, know, you and I chit-chatting about WrestleMania pretty much weekly until we get to the big show, though we are skipping next week only because I'm out of town, so that's my fault. Um, and that's too bad. It's going to be a big week. I know, I know, that, and that's why we're doing it this week because this is kind of like the kickoff to to what we're going to do this year. But um, yeah, my bad. I'm out of town, um, but I'll be back the next week, and we'll we'll go weekly up until the the big show. Um, and so uh, on this channel, you will hear the Fight Game Podcast, the Fabulous Four Podcast with me and our buddy Duin, uh, right. from, uh from from Dublin. Uh, he he and I are talking about uh about the the four great and Bo- great Bob, uh,
1: Bobby Silva's on there Bobby Silva's on there too Yeah he was
0: he was he was on on one of those one of those podcasts we're talking about the great uh the great welterweights uh of uh, the 80s, Duran, Leonard, Hearns, Hagler, and uh, the Ball So Hard podcast, which is your favorite one. Uh, uh, the name pops me. And then uh, John Rocca, my buddy John and I, are going to do a podcast on Ric Flair uh, called We Want Flair, and that will come out fairly soon. Um, that will be a little bit less frequent than this, but, um, but that's just based on our schedules and such. So that's what you'll find here. And if you can subscribe on, you know, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Google Play and SoundCloud and all that, Um, you know, give us the, give us the Jericho Omega five-star rating. You know, you know what I've realized in, 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 in Apple Podcasts is, you know, if you have like an old podcast that you don't even update simply because you've been in their system for so long, you get really good search ratings. And so, you know, you can search like for the fight game podcast and like, it's still like like 10th or something So if we get a few more ratings Maybe we'll be higher in the search algorithm uh, But all those old podcasts that don't even Update anymore are, are higher than us um, Alright so help a brother out Give, give us yeah, the, give us I, Those five stars I,
1: I do want to clarify too uh, The podcast is wrestling MMA and boxing so it's just pretty much all uh, Combat sports whether it be Real or predetermined doesn't a- matter
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Okay so first question are you going to Wrestlemania in New Orleans? I,
1: I am. i actually actually uh, purchasing my ticket tomorrow. I thought it was going to be tonight, but the lady who I'm going through is uh, tomorrow. I will be attending, as of right now, unless something bad happens, I will be attending with number 76 from the Green Bay Packers, Mike Daniels. I'm very, very happy about this. We're going to be sitting in the fifth row, brother, which is going to be absolutely nuts, bro, and... It's just crazy because he said – he's telling me he's like, I'm going to annoy you all weekend because I'm going to be asking you wrestling questions because he's, he's one of those guys that even though he's friends with like our boy E-Tour, he's got friends in the business. He he stopped watching wrestling for like years, so I have to kind of fill him in on that stuff. OK, you can't just um, drop
0: the E-Tour without saying Big E.
1: Big E. He actually looks just like Big E, too, except he's probably tougher. Um, (laughs) No offense to Big E, but yeah, uh, and Xavier and those guys, you know, they're a bunch of Dragon Ball nerds, so they're Probably fans of mine. I haven't got confirmation on that yet, but I presume they are, which is so weird to say, by the way. It's so weird to say. I just want to say this, and this is not a humble brag. And You're going to accuse me of a humble brag, but it's not. Um, it's very weird and unusual for me to talk to actual NFL superstars and people from CBS Sports. <laughs> I got a dude from CBS Sports, bro. A journo, one of your people. A journo. like He's a journal, and he's a fanboy for Dragon Ball. And he's sending me DMs all the time, like, "Dude, what do you think about this and that and this character?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're like a CBS Sports guy, dude." He's even he's got one of them uh, check marks on Twitter, you know, <laughs> one of them, uh, and I'm like, and I'm like, he's like, "Yeah, but I like Dragon Ball," and it's like, uh, "All right, it's weird to me, you know." Like, you think of it as this like kids thing, but. This series resonated with so many people in the sports world, you know, because a lot of it's about training, right? Right. They train to get stronger. So it resonates with these people, you know, and I I never thought that I I would ever talk to them. I'm going to WrestleMania with a football player. That's weird. Okay, so
0: explain your relationship and how you guys kind of met through, you know, through your channel and through Twitter and all that stuff. Um, because I think – I mean it's a pretty cool story, just the fact that you, who don't really like football that much and this guy is such I a – I do. Big... I just – hold on. Hold on. Let's clarify
1: something. I do like football. I just stopped following it for a couple of years, just like how Mike did wrestling. But yeah, but okay,
0: OK, but you have a specific shirt that says I, – I do have
1: that shirt, yeah. And, and, I, and I'm going to probably buy one for him as well because he – him and I had a conversation one night that would be very interesting. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Well – if uh, if you if you do want to discuss whether or not football is a work um, with 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 Mike, uh, we we can do it on Ball So Hard. So that that we, that, that would be one. Um, we have
1: we have, and it's a it was a fun conversation, man.
0: Okay, so um, the thing about this, and and I'll I, you know we'll get to the wrestling thing really quickly, but I, I'm so intrigued with this Dragon Ball stuff because so I was talking to my kid, so he goes to the University of Arizona and i recently had to deactivate my direct tv and so little did i know he was using uh, a, a direct my direct tv account um to watch dragon ball in some way i don't know exactly what app he was using but crunchyroll okay whatever whatever it is he but he was using my direct tv login to watch Dragon Ball it's like I didn't even know you were watching. I didn't even know you were really into it. Like I mean, other than when he was younger, so you were confused. I'm sure. No, I mean it's you know knowing you, I, I know that it's mainstream enough uh, out here to uh, you know to, to where people are are watching it, and you're you know you're, the popularity of your channel well, shows I, that I meant, as well.
1: I meant more so confused about what was going on because well, the yeah. show. They've been doing a Royal Rumble for about a year now in this arc, and uh, it's a better Rumble than anything WWE's ever done. I'll tell you that much. But that being said, uh, it's so confusing for somebody like, like you know, if you walk into a room, it's like that whole thing in wrestling where if you walk into a room and you see like Hornswoggle and Chavo Guerrero and you're like, what the hell am I watching? Like that same thing with Dragon Ball. Like If you walk into a room not having any context,
0: you'll be confused. So quickly. So you you are doing your shows on YouTube, you're tweeting about it. And a football player who I'm, I'm assuming that you didn't know was really a football player when he first hit you up was like, hey, man, I really like this Dragon Ball stuff. And you guys started to chit chat. Is that kind of how you met?
1: Well, um, he followed me. I didn't realize that he had followed me until later and that followed him back. And then he DMs me the weekend of WrestleMania. He's like, yo, man, I'm gonna be in Florida if you want to meet up. And we didn't get to meet up, unfortunately. Uh, and then after that, he, he asked me for my phone number. And uh, he called me one day and we had a conversation. He literally called me on the phone. And we talked, and yeah, he's a big Dragon Ball fan, and what he's been doing lately, what Mike's been doing lately, I have a whole, by the way, I have a whole interview with Mike on them 101, at the two hour long interview, which which is really insightful, because I got into a lot of the sports stuff with him, too. Lots of real interesting stories about growing up, like, you know, from high school to college to pros. I'm very proud of it. But um, we talked about this, right? And he's been trying to kind of show the world That you can be a fan of anime and video games and wrestling and still be a serious professional athlete. In other words, he's trying to fuse the nerd and the jock. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what's been happening because there are going to be several people from the NFL coming to WrestleMania, including somebody from the world champion Eagles, I found out. So it's one of those things where, you know, that people who are professional athletes nowadays in this generation grew up with these shows and they're still nerds. And his whole thing is – you know, nerds and jocks should be one and the same. And they are. So that's that's what's been going on. And you wouldn't believe how many NFL guys are into this stuff. You wouldn't believe it.
0: No, I mean, I can believe it. I, I still think there's sort of a closeted aspect to the fandom um, sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are more than just the people who we see or who WWE brings in who are fans. Like I know um, a, a baseball player – uh, for the Giants, because he's in Arizona for spring training. WWE was in uh, Arizona this week. Um, he was he was backstage, and you know Hunter Pence, if you remember in uh, 2014, he uh, was using the Diego Sanchez Daniel Bryan yes chant uh, during that whole season. And so that you know wrestling fans may remember him from then, but uh, but you know he was backstage. So you know it, it, it is there are tons of fans. You know they may they may not be super hardcore into it like uh, you and me, but. Um, I, I definitely think it's there, but still, you know, there are some folks who are a little bit more closeted than others, and I totally get that. You know, being a wrestling fan since I was and we've, like, no, eight I mean, we no years I, old or whatever,
1: and we've also got Xavier who uh, is a wrestler, but he's also going for his PhD, and he's also um, going. He also has a YouTube channel. Up, up, down, down. And I know when you watch the video he did with Paige, there's some up, up, down, down. But <laughs> the point is. He he covers like nerdy fighting games on yep. there. So these these nerds are all freaking jocks, and he's an athlete. So it just Mike wants to bring that to the forefront. He wants he wants to showcase his anime pride. So there you go.
0: Okay, so what people who know us may not know is that I think I've known you since you were like seventeen years old. Uh, you know me since I was eighteen. Eighteen. So through the internet, um, through and actually- Messenger. You may
1: be the oldest internet person that I have ever known, actually. Like, that I met on the internet, as creepy as that may sound.
0: And so you're in your early 30s now, so that's, you know, 14 years-ish, 15 years, whatever. And But you and I have never actually met in person. Um, you didn't... Yeah, every Mania that you go to, I skip, and everyone I, and I go to, you skip. Exactly. <laughs> and so you're going to the big show this year. I am going to the weekend, but I'm not actually staying for Mania. Um, and so... No, it's- well, you know, it it it's just it's a long it's a it's a long four or five days uh, in New Orleans. So I'm totally fine because I kind of like watching the show, you know, with friends and stuff uh, back home. So that that's I'm totally fine. You know, I I like going to that show too, but uh, but I'm fine coming home. But um, so you and me uh, need to you know meet up at some point, and as well as Everyone. Alan 4L, who you know who's kind of been, uh, a, a, a contributor to, to this, to fight game blog for a little while, you know, I guess 2008 the or two, the beginning. Yeah. Oh eight or Oh nine or something like that. And I remember originally I wanted it to be mostly about MMA cause MMA was popping at that point. And then, uh, Alan was like, well, you know, I can do some of that stuff, but I have a friend, his name is doing, who would be a lot better at it than me. And he's like, you should add him. And I was like, all right, bring in, bring on Dwyn is also a huge boxing fan, so that fit. And so then at some point we just decided, uh, oh, you know, it doesn't have to be only about MMA. We can do it about wrestling and MMA and boxing. And so, you know, we've been kind of, you know, doing this together on and off, you know, for like nine years now. So it'll actually be cool to uh, for all of us to be in one place at the same time. The only person who may be missing is uh, Cactus, Cactus Jim. Cactus. Cactus, yeah, that sucks. So, anyways. What is your plan around that weekend? Are you going to try to get in early and catch some of the indie shows? Do you only plan to go to the WWE stuff? Have you even thought about that yet?
1: I have not thought about it yet. Um, I'm probably going to do Hall of Fame, NXT, and Mania and just keep it nice and simple. And I'm going to eat a lot. That's one thing I will do is eat because New Orleans food, when I went for WrestleMania 30, was so damn addicting. So I'm going to be eating a lot. Lots of food, eating, lots of eating. And I'm – I'm now on a very strict, well not very strict, quasi strict diet. Um it's not that strict, all right? I'm not going to bullshit you. But the point is that I'm trying to lose <laughs> a little bit of weight. But that weekend is going to be my Thanksgiving, bro. I'm going to let go because I love food there. Other than that, I'm probably not going to do anything else. Like, you know, I want to see the Hall of Fames. I want to see our boy Double J get in. Um, the story that I broke before anybody else, including Melter. That's all I'm going to say. And Satin. Um, but uh, that being said, yeah,
0: I— uh, we'll, we'll, get to the, we'll get to that. Don't worry. We'll, you'll be able to toot your horn a little bit. We'll I, will, I will
1: humble brag. Uh, no, but that being said, yeah, I'm— uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna do much beyond that like and to be honest like I've already done the Ring of Honor thing and the Evolve thing and the Dragon Gate thing years ago and it's like I'm sure it's fun it's just I I just rather enjoy like the culture of New Orleans again versus because I've already been there versus like you know um, doing all that stuff I mean but again I thought about just coming in for Mania I was gonna come in just for Mania but I'm like nah I'm gonna up the Hall of at least at least the Hall of Fame
0: so my plan is, um... Yeah, I know your plan is crazy. My my plan is to go to Wally Mania, um, and then, uh, and then the next day go to three shows pretty much back-to-back-to-back to back to back with, uh, I think it's Rev Pro and Progress and then the WWN Super Show, and then fly out, uh, really early Saturday morning. So I'll get the whole, you know, I'll get sort of two days, maybe a day and a half worth of stuff, and then I'm out, but, um... But yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be fun nonetheless. You know, depending, you know, for those, I, I know that you know, Alan and and Duan are staying a lot longer and they're sort of soaking it up. Uh, this might be Doon's first time uh, at the at WrestleMania weekend. I know alan has been several times, so uh, it'll, it'll be cool. But hopefully, we get to we get to hang out and and at least you know for a short time say hi to each other, which would be great. Get a picture I and all met- that stuff.
1: I met Alan in 2012, and that's when the same night I also met Sid Vicious, the man who claims he couldn't fly in the United States because he didn't have a passport. Let's not forget that story.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so let's start with probably the biggest news surrounding WrestleMania, which was the thing that you told me before I heard it from anybody else that the plan. And I I think this is still the plan, even though nothing has been announced and who knows if it actually uh, goes to fruition. But the plan for WrestleMania... There's a lot of plans. The big one was to have Ronda, Rousey, and The Rock against Triple H and Steph in a a tag team match, mixed tag, uh, as sort of like the it's not necessarily the main event but it is the the, the big match you get the rocks it's it's the main the, event the team. As, it's the
1: mainstream
0: main event can we right. call it that right yeah 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 so yeah. so you were the one you were the one the first person i saw that had actually posted it and you know you and i had talked a little bit before you 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 tweeted it out but yeah you know from the first person you you even outscooped uh, mike scoops johnson
1: I'll scoop Mike Johnson, Satin, your boy, Dave. Now in Dave's defense, he is on the West coast. So, you know, three hours behind, I, that's obviously a thing, but yeah. Now the thing about that match is it's probably not going to be the rock. It's probably going to be Kurt angle because there's something, I forget the actual explanation, but the rock does not really want to wrestle because of some insurance thing. So his he got, cause he got hurt last time against John Cena. Yeah. Uh, really hurt. Right. And so remember they planned to do a rock Brock match that we never got. And so, As far as I know, The Rock's not going to be doing it, but Kurt Angle makes sense because they were going to do Kurt Angle and Triple H at WrestleMania um, before the Ronda thing got finalized. So that being said, you know, it makes sense that, you know, they put them together and, you know, you got to have Angle and Hunter work the majority of the match. Then you're going to have Steph come in there with Ronda and it's probably going to be a train wreck,
0: but hey, they got to do it at some point. So if Rock is not in the match, do you still do you still think he's a part of this show, or do, or because he's not actually wrestling in it, that that they're not going to really uh, worry about him too much being being a part of it?
1: I have no idea, but he might. I mean, for all we know, he might corner, he might corner, um, you know, Ronda or and, and and Kurt Angle. I, I have no idea. I don't know, but it's going to be weird because we're essentially having a match that's four part timers, which I'm okay with because. It's four part-timers, so you can't really complain about so-and-so doing a job or whatever the case may be. I don't think Rana's going to lose, but I find it funny that Team Triple H might lose, and that's three in a row for him. He's never lost three WrestleManias in a row, ever, ever. So um, (laughs) this will be a first, but I think Steph will be the one to take the pinfall or the the
0: submission. It will be the armbar finish most likely, right? So what do you think about – uh, what Meltzer wrote, uh, I think it was, uh, the week after the Royal Rumble, which was that the whole, like one of the main reasons for bringing Rhonda in is to kind of up the Q rating of one Stephanie McMahon.
1: I have never heard the word Q rating before. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I kind of aged myself with that, um, but sort of like, you know, the status, the celebrity status, the, you know, trying to get her a little bit more into the mainstream by having, you know, Rhonda, Rhonda with her.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean this Ronda signing was a really good idea. We don't even have to talk about that. Um, you know, She's obviously not coming back to MMA. She's a fan of the business. She knows how to talk. Maybe not the way they want, but she's, she's definitely a good talker as we saw in on The Ultimate Fighter. She is legit. She has credibility even though she's lost a few fights. She still has credibility. And um, she's a mainstream sports star. I don't know how much they're paying her. But she's right up there with them signing Lesnar, I think, as far as really getting WWE into into mainstream. And she's a woman, so it's gonna help that whole you know um, that that thing they have going on with they want to really have the the women's revolution. So uh, this was one of the most brilliant signings like they've ever done. Like like this I mean it could blow up in their face. She might be a terrible wrestler, but I
0: don't think they care about that right now. So what do you think about? A possible backlash, um, you know. There's a certain subsection that's in, that's
1: in May, isn't it? Isn't backlash in May?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, n- not WWE backlash, but a backlash that Ronda may get from a certain subsection of wrestling fans who don't think she deserves it. You know, who may be slightly virginal in in, in their in their nature. You had to go there. <laughs> but do you think that's possible? Because I feel like, at least from from reading on Twitter and stuff you know there there is a certain part of 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 hardcore and maybe they're not hardcore uh, of wrestling fans who are like you know oh she's taking away opportunities from other people and what you You mean this the same thing the rock got like three years ago or whatever like five years ago and you know brock for being a part-timer and you know all that stuff like it's, it's it's so ridiculous um that that you know That they don't fans. Some of these fans don't understand the big picture, which is Ronda actually brings more awareness to their thing that they love. But maybe they don't want that many people to 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 know about it. Maybe they want it to still be their small thing. I don't know.
1: I mean, you got to make money, bro. And and this is the business of making money. And with all due respect to you know Carmella and Uh, uh, Ruby Riot, I'm sorry, but you don't draw money, honey. And that's the truth. They they don't. And if WWE's goal is to make another woman that draws them money, obviously they have people that they can use. Like they have Asuka who they've been protecting, you know, obviously Charlotte. Now I'm not saying these are money draws, but I'm saying with Ronda there in the mix with those girls, she can help elevate those girls to, um, you know, top, top status. But, you you know, they tried to headline a pay per view with with uh, Charlotte against Sasha Banks, and you know it didn't really work out as well as they wanted to. I feel like headlining with Ronda will work out. You could easily headline SummerSlam with Ronda Rousey against Oscar, Ronda Rousey against uh, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey against uh, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, excuse me, um, and it could work out. You know, Ronda, those people. With all due respect, don't understand the magnitude of star that Ronda Rousey is. Now, in their defense, Ronda's not a st- the same star now she was like three years ago. She was a freaking a superstar like three years ago. Obviously, it's not the case anymore, but still – She's a star and she's a mainstream star. She's gonna get the most sports center, you know, for at least the first year. Right? So I, I just don't see how I mean people are gonna bitch about people bitch about everything, bro. Like that's just how it is. They complain about everything. Trust me, I know it now, working in this business as an entertainer.
0: I deal with it myself. So if okay, so so I, I agree with, you know, just about everything that you said about that. Now they are banking on Rhonda to at least be somewhat frequent. I hope not too frequent because I think I don't are, think she's doing I don't think she's doing house shows every weekend. Bro. Well, I, just I mean, see. even TV. I would hate to see her on TV every week because I think it would hurt her aura a little bit. Um, but w- what do you think the plan is or could be for her? You know, because let's let's say that she is working Stephanie McMahon at WrestleMania, which I think is a safe and smart thing. I, I, I always thought that that should have been the first match, only because it's going to be smoke and mirrors. But if she does a match with someone like Charlotte or um, Asuka, like right away, like she's going to have to kind of be okay at wrestling. And, um, you know, she's still a a beginner. And so what do you see as a possible progression of what she can do? Let's say for 2018, do you see her moving from uh, Stephanie to then Charlotte to Asuka? Or do you think that they'll do, Uh, you know, that they'll just throw her right in and she's like working, you know, everybody that like kind of how they do it now where, you know, Asuka, uh, you know, she, she started kind of, um, I think she's worked, you know, just about every woman on, on Ron is going to work Nia Jax this week, uh, at Elimination Chamber. So I, am just kind of wondering how you think or anything that you've heard about what their plan is for Ronda.
1: No plans after WrestleMania, bro. That's the weird thing. But I'm sure what they're going to do, I'm not sure, but I would guess is because they're smart when it – well, let me take that back. Sometimes they're smart is you've got Ronda's first match at Mania. That's your drawing card. Then you wait and you say, let's say in June or maybe even at SummerSlam, Ronda's first one-on-one match if she's ready, if she's ready. And then you have another way of promoting that pay-per-view. Ronda one-on-one. One One thing I don't want them to do is I do not want them to give her the 94 Hulk Hogan WCW push. I don't want her to win the belt her second match. Please don't do that. I think they should actually have Ronda come out and cut a promo and say, I want to – this is a new sport for me. And I want to start from the bottom. Give me your best and have her actually work. Like start out with, you know, have her tap out like Emma or I don't even know if she's there
0: anymore. Um, <laughs> no, because actually she's working. Uh, she's working APW in March over here. So she's not there anymore. That's right. Yeah, the Walmart thief. Have
1: her tap out whoever, bro. Like have her, like you know, do a quick match with Carmella. I mean, I'm just picking a name, Carmella. Whoever, bro. Like one of the maybe Bailey at this point, bro. Because Bailey ain't gonna get a bro. Bailey'll get a win next time. The. The Cleveland Browns going to win, but she, you know, have her tap somebody out quickly and then kind of go from there. The thing that sucks, the thing that really sucks is that with Ronda, you don't want her to have long matches. You want to book her like Goldberg, but she's only going to get better if she has long matches. So, you know what I say you do book her on some house shows, not every weekend, But you book her on house show, and you purposely make those house show matches 15 minutes. That way she can learn how to work. If she really wants to do this full time, she's got to learn how to work. But you do not want to do Charlotte. I think the three big opponents for her are Charlotte, Bliss, actually four. Charlotte, Bliss, Sasha, and Asuka and maybe even Ember Moon. You got to hold those off, dude.
0: Those are big pay-per-view matches if you ask me. Well, here's another way that you can sort of gimmick – her, oh wait! Her, I
1: forgot about what about her friend? Um, what's her friend's name again? Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, you could always do something with her. Later well, that, on. well, that's
0: that's what I was thinking. Is you can sort of gimmick it a little bit into where she doesn't have to do necessarily, you know, one on one matches. If you bring Shayna up and it's it's Ronda and Shayna against uh, Charlotte and and Becky Lynch, or against Char- you know against Bailey and, and and Sasha Banks. As as another way to you know let let Shayna do a lot of the stuff early on, and then Ronda comes in you know with the hot tag or whatever, however you want to do it. But there are ways, like you said, to be creative um, in in this. And I I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't. It's kind of hard because, like you said, the best way to book her is kind of in in squashes or you know quick arm like kind of how she got over in the UFC, right? Like she beat you know Betch Kohea in like thirty seconds or whatever. And uh, it's
1: going to work. But also, I think just real quick, if she does work television, you can't just hot shot it. I do not want them to shot it and say Ronda's working tonight. No, they got to say in two weeks on Monday Night Raw, if they want to pop a rating. They got to let it build up, bro. That ESPN cover on SportsCenter, you know what I mean? Like you can't just hotshot and say, oh, in the in the third hour tonight you're going to work. I don't like that. They need to really – they have to use this woman's star power as smartly as they can because the reality is that Latin luster is going to wear off at some point. You know what I mean? Let's be real about it. It happens to everyone. Even Brock doesn't even have happen anymore.
0: So let's actually get to Brock because he was my next topic, which is – uh, there's a lot of of rumors about what Brock's gonna do. Some folks think that he's not gonna re-sign with WWE, and he's gonna go back to UFC and do a fight because he can basically make as much with one fight in UFC as he does as he can in WWE for the whole year. But what I say is, why doesn't he just do both? Because Vince has already proven that he will allow Brock to fight under contract with WWE. What do you think about what Brock's going to do uh, f- after his contract expires? I think he's going to fight in UFC one more time. I do.
1: I think he will fight in UFC. Won't be against John Jones, but I think he'll fight in UFC again. And uh, John No Bones Jones, as people have been calling him <laughs> lately. But um, I think I think he will fight in UFC, and I think he might resign with WWE after he does that fight. You know, especially if he loses. Like if he loses, then he'll he'll probably resign. Um, I just don't see him ending his wrestling career because I think he's having too much fun and I think he's protected enough that he doesn't have to. But he's got enough money where he doesn't have to do anything, bro. But, I mean, he's got such a sweet deal, dude. I mean, the guy works, you know, what, like about 10 times a year, including house shows, 10, 11 times a year, and he comes out on TV and just talks. So... He's got a sweet deal, but he's also a hard worker. Even though I know people are saying that nowadays, his recent year, he hasn't really been working that hard. I don't know if I agree with that or not. He hasn't had, like, the crazy matches he used to have, like, with CM Punk and Triple H. Like, those matches were crazy. Um, obviously, I think those were better. But, uh, you know, I just think that he's – I think it's such a sweet deal, bro, that I would keep that gravy train going as long as possible. I'm not saying they shouldn't fight in UFC. I'm saying after that, I don't see why he won't come back.
0: So what would you do? Okay, so let's say, and we've 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 heard about this match as the as the title match, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, for the longest time, over a time, year, right? Over
1: a year, so yeah, let let's, a year ago.
0: let's say that Reigns, you know, finally beats Brock, and that'll be three WrestleManias in a row where Reigns is kind of technically crowned. He beats Triple H at thirty two, beats Taker at thirty three, and now you know Brock at thirty four. Let's say he wins the belt; he's crowned for the third year in a row. Um, what, what, how would you bring Brock back? Would you just bring him back normally, like as his current character, or would you slightly freshen him up? Would you maybe bring him back as a baby face? Like, how do you, how do you bring Brock back after, let's say he does go to UFC and maybe he comes back, you know, late for maybe in August or something?
1: I have no idea. Um, I couldn't answer that right now. It just depends on how things go. If he comes back, you could always—I mean, I—I I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I don't know what their direction is. Like we—we we know up until Mania. After that, it's a big question. Like it's a big blur. And maybe we'll get a report about what the Mania Thirty Five plan is because you know they had that planned. Um, but that being said, I couldn't answer that right now. There's so many ways they can do it. He might not come back right away, though. He might not come back till maybe next year, for all we know. I mean, or maybe November a Survivor Series. But there's still tons of guys for him to wrestle. I mean, he he hasn't had that one on one with Seth since um, the one they had at what was that pay per view call that 2015 uh, that terrible show, bro, that horrible show. He had one there, and then um, the Finn Balor match. If they want to try with him again. And they also we ha- we haven't seen Brock, and you know they got the Brock Samoa Joe rematch in their back pocket, the Brock Braun Strowman rematch in their back pocket. I think if he does come back. At some point, he's going to have to put over Braun Strowman because that's the other guy they want to get over. So I think that would be the direction they would go in. If he comes back for Mania next year, maybe he should put over Braun Strowman. I don't know. It also depends on how long he signs for. I mean, there's a lot of different variables here. I, I, I couldn't answer that right, that right now.
0: I, I think it would increase his leverage. Now, this is just sort of me speaking out of turn because I am not a main event box office draw, but I think I, it, I, I think it would, yeah, four hundred and sixty something thousand people definitely think you are
1: four hundred and eighty thousand,
0: my friend. Ah, I, I looked at that number. You today Stevie Jane me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Jane <Jay'd> me. <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to bring out that number, but I, and I even looked at it today. I asked my kid how much because I told him about your channel. Um, well, that, that appreciate
1: the, the sub.
0: Um, so, uh, so I wonder if if he's thinking. Okay, how do I increase my leverage? Maybe I go away for six months, and then I'll see sort of what the you know what the waters are like while I'm gone, because like you know he could he could Vince McMahon could just go look you know we will give you your same deal times X and 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 then maybe that's good enough for him, but if he's really looking to increase leverage, going away is not is not uh, an issue. And you know I wonder here, here's what I really wonder. Is is he looking at what Chris Jericho did, going to New Japan think, Pro New Japan Wrestling?
1: Can, I no. don't think New Japan can afford him, bro. Sure, I'm sure, sorry. sure.
0: Maybe not, but I'm just saying, what Jericho did and and Lesnar's New Japan is actually the UFC, right? Yeah. That that that's what he's I mean, way Jer, Jer, more money. Jericho's really just kind of following the Lesnar plan by going to UFC, but if he can use the leverage of you know playing them against each other like he did the last time, you know, cause Brock Lesnar at, at utmost is, is a, is a really smart businessman. I don't know who, if he, if it's him or if it's people around him or if it's Heyman or whoever, but he's, he's very smart. And, uh, and I, and I wonder if he will use that leverage because, you know, I look at what happens after this WrestleMania and I'm just like, what the heck are they going to do? Is it going to be rain? Is it going to be the Shield reuniting and breaking up all year again? Is like that oh. storyline? Like, because what else do they have? Nobody else is really over, um, you know, to 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 any degree. I guess you know, so maybe AJ and, and Nakamura after Mania, but nobody's really over. And so, what do you do post WrestleMania? That's why I think. Chris Jericho is going to have a lot of leverage whenever Bobby Lashley might be coming
1: in Lash Lashley Lashley
0: could come in maybe Drew McIntyre healthy comes back but really there's no big main event big guns you know that that they have up their sleeve uh you know later this year that I can think of at least can you think of anybody who's out there in the wrestling world that they haven't used who may possibly be you know be money
1: Kenny Omega brother but that's not till next year um no uh I think based on what we saw Monday, which by the way, that first half of Raw was awesome. I I love the idea. I just want to say. It was more than half.
0: It was like, uh, well, I guess it was what? An hour and 40 minutes. So yeah, it was a little bit more than half
1: a little bit more than half, and I always love when they do things like that. It's very rare, but it's been done before. You know, um, Jim Cornette had an entire episode of OVW that was a battle royal, took up the entire episode. Um, there was a famous TNA episode that ain't that famous, where it was Sting, Kurt Angle, and Rhino in a three-way, and took up the entire show. It was like the entire one-hour show was that match. It's amazing um, that
0: you remember that, by the way, because I have no recollection of that.
1: Well, the only reason I remember is because it's one of those things that it, it takes up the entire show. Like, whenever I see a match, it takes up an entire show, or at least a big chunk of it. Here's one you'll remember. Shawn and Cena in the UK. Oh, remember, yeah. that took I remember up the entire show. second hour. I remember yeah. that Yeah, show. another one is Benoit and Triple H in the Iron Man match in 2004. Um, and then also Lesnar and Kurt Angle in their Iron Man match in 2003 on SmackDown. Yeah, I always have a, a funny idea when they have hour-long matches on TV. But anyways, well, this was longer I mean, it, than it, it popped.
0: It popped the rating, that's for sure.
1: Because it, it was so cool. And I'm, I'm actually, when I'm watching it, I'm like thinking that, I actually thought it was gonna take up the entire three-hour show. I was like, these fucking guys booked six or booked seven people on this show and save money? Cause I remember, see, it, it reminds me of like this Gabe Sapolsky interview, right? Where a long time ago they asked him, they were like, um, so what you know, when you book survival of the fittest, like, why do you do it? And he's like, Well, if the excuse I can book 12 guys and that's it. He only <laughs> booked 12, like, and that was the idea. Like, cause you know, survival of the fittest is six matches. Um, qualifying matches, then you have a six-way at the end of the night. That's pretty much what it is. You you only book twelve guys. That's yeah. it. it yeah. Save money. Yeah. So I'm thinking they did that, but I loved it. I loved it. Um. So, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but it's uh, it's one of those things where I loved it, and I'm well, what I was going to get to is the fact that Seth Pin Cena and Roman. I think that's like a little indicator of, and this is good booking. This is good, solid booking. After Mania, a Seth-Roman feud, whether it be face versus face or wherever they go, um, I think that's where they go. And I think it, it, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, hey, I beat you on that one Raw, remember? I well, don't. I mean, they,
0: they've been teasing this since the Rumble, when when Roman threw Seth out of the, of the Rumble. Um, and, and so, yeah, no, I, I think it's fine, too. But, um, I don't, I don't think it stops the, the, the normal post-WrestleMania uh, haziness, right? Where people just stop caring for five months or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, like uh, Vince McMahon and Triple H are going to pull something. You know, may, maybe someone from NXT, maybe Gargano catches fire. Hell, maybe... Garganus. Dan, Garganus. May, maybe Daniel Bryan finds a way to to get clear. Oh, um because he's he's like clearly the he and Shane are the are the, the most over guys on SmackDown and they don't even wrestle. He and Shane is like the hottest
1: feud they can do.
0: <laughs> Isn't that doesn't that suck? It's great. I, I mean I, I, I love the, the interplay. I, I mean it feels a little long now because they've been doing it for so long and it's just like, well can you guys fight already? And it's like, no, well they can't really fight, so we're just gonna keep going. But um, I mean, imagine if if he gets if he could get cleared. I mean, that would be a, a real big boon to the to the end of this year. But um, if not, then you know he's probably gonna gonna do something else because his contract will expire. I'll tell you what,
1: brother. If he goes to New Japan and we see Danielson Okada and Danielson, uh, you know, Omega. I mean, man, like talk about making that product
0: even better, dude. Yeah, yeah. He could pull that. He could pull the Jericho thing, bro. What what do you think about uh, Taker and Cena at this point? Do they do but it? another another story I broke? Did you really break this one?
1: Well, I sorta did. I was the first one that went public with it. Remember, Big Dave was giving us hints, but I had to double check. You well no. someone I know told me some stuff. Edit that out. And uh, <laughs> and other people told me some stuff and that and then when the other person told me it was like, Yeah, it's happening. So yeah, um, but I made it public. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I I I I, I, I want to see it. I really do. I I was excited for it. I think if Taker's healthy, I want to see it. And I'm I'm big I'm gonna give you a prediction right now, bro. I believe the Undertaker will win. I think he's gonna win and ride off into the sunset with a with a W, retiring. And Cena will go into a storyline where he's going to question himself and probably take some more time off. And then when he comes back, the next heel will kind of make fun of him for losing the Undertaker. And that will lead to the next feud. You know, Cena's comeback run. You know, he loses, but he's going to do a comeback sometime later in the year or next year. And you could even do a storyline where he goes for the belt again. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he'll lose that. And then he's going to do that whole, you know. He's
0: got to get to Flair's record, right?
1: Yeah. And maybe he fails. And maybe he's like. You know, do I have it anymore? And that's a great, compelling storyline right there. Do I have it anymore? I'm not that old, you know. So, again, there's lots of things they could do.
0: Um, I, you know, I, I would actually like to see that. I would actually like to see Taker win. And then, uh, you know, Cena's, Cena's kind of doing that now. You know, what's my purpose for WrestleMania? I don't have a road to WrestleMania.
1: When he loses, though, I want him to look at his hands.
0: Right? <laughs> look up at the gods. Like, what happened here? Uh, what, what are you feeling with uh, AJ and Nakamura? Now, you know, the, the uh, SmackDown still has another pay-per-view uh, in early March, which is... It's the going to be AJ Nakamura. Yes, it, it will be AJ Nakamura. But yeah. um, I guess we can't really sort of test... How hot that match is going to be until they're done with Fastlane and they finish up the storyline with Owens and uh, and Sami Zayn and and AJ. Um, but I feel like that is expected to be the uh, match of the night, and, and everyone is looking at their their match from uh, Russell Kingdom several years ago and, and saying like you know that 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 they're going to recreate that. I don't think they're going to no, re- recreate no. that, but no. I still think it's going to be pretty darn good. What
1: are you thinking of the chances that they're gonna cut up for time, bro? It's gonna be a ten minute match. You know, oh you know God. it's a possibility. You know it's happened so many times.
0: This is like uh, Mysterio and Randy Orton and Kurt Angle all over again. No, Mysterio and CM Punk. Remember that was the big
1: one. That was remember WrestleMania twenty six. That was the one where I they was gave there. Bret, I was there. Yeah, they gave Brett and Vince like an hour, and they gave CM Punk and Ray like ten minutes, and, and Punk bitched about it. Um, rightfully so because they, I mean, they had a good 10 minutes. But, yeah, um, I hope it doesn't come for time. But that being said, I, it's not going to match up to Wrestle Kingdom, bro. Listen, Lazy Mora is Lazy Mora now. Um, but what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to heat up Nakamura because I don't think he's I, – I think he's over. But I don't think he's ready for that big push yet. So I really hope they do some good character stuff on SmackDown with this guy. Um, maybe what they should do is do some classic personality profiles and like really let the fans kind of learn who he is. Uh, more about him as a family man and things like that. I would like that. I know they haven't done that in a while, but I would like that, and I think it would work out for him. Um,
0: You're not even going to give credit to the Lazy Moron nickname? You're going to act like you created
1: that one? I did not create that. No, Draven created the Lazy Moron nickname. but. Um, No, of course, bro. But that being said, I hope that we don't see lazy more at WrestleMania. I think that they realize that if they only this is the advantage of having two world titles. They've got Roman and Lesnar as the big like two monsters going at it. This is like the wrestling match. This is this is this is basically what the intercontinental title would have been in in a previous era. You know, that's what this is right here. Smaller guys better workers. Um, it could be that they're going for like a Steamboat Savage, like middle of the card, great match. Then they're going to end it with, um, you know, they're, they're going to end it with, uh, with, with Lesnar and Roman, even though I have a weird feeling that Taker and Cena might close the show. I don't know yet, but I don't think so either because the Roman coronation and Lesnar's, um, you know, departure, I think is a bigger story than Cena versus Taker. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised because it's The Undertaker.
0: Um, the only other match, at least as far as I remember, that's been rumored is. Uh, no, there's a few. Nia Jax versus uh, Alexa Bliss. OK, that, Sh- well, Sh- Sh- when I when I say rumored, I, I should have said that they're sort of teasing on television. Um, well, and we'll, we'll get to that, but uh, we'll get to the other two because um, because you did you you also did mention those uh, before anybody else. but M- Ms. Strowman I'm out on this one. I don't think this is gonna be good at all. This is the match that I think is gonna be
1: this is what I think it should be. and what it probably will be is three minutes. Um, Taraj comes in. Strowman takes them all out, like throws them over the top. We see some wacky spot. He grabs Miz. Finisher one, two, three, new Intercontinental champion that, that, that's, that's the match that should like open the show. Like that should be this year's, um, sheamus versus Daniel Bryan, mania, a uh, 28. Like that's what they should do with this. It's not going to be a long match. I mean, it could be. It could be Miz, like, you know, smoke and mirroring, but I think this should be a quick squash and Strowman wins the fucking belt. That's the way I see it.
0: Uh, Okay, so the other two matches that you were going to bring up, the first one is Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax as, like, the sort of besties turned, uh, you know, turned uh, enemies. Um, And then Charlotte Nausicaa, uh, and those are the two that you had mentioned right around the same time that you mentioned the other Uh, the Ronda and and Rock and Steph and Triple H match. So those are, I guess those are, those are the other two that are, that are rumored. Is there anything else? Um,
1: no, but what rumors you mean?
0: Yeah. No, uh, not that I've
1: heard, but there's the cruiserweight, the cruiserweight title's going to end there, red tournament's going to end at WrestleMania, right? Correct.
0: Yeah. They just put out the bracket today and it, and it's, uh, you know, if you think that Cedric Alexander is going to come out on one side, it's possible that, uh, Maybe Mark Andrews comes out on the other side. Um, but I'd,
1: I'd be all right with that. I mean that
0: that will be a really good match, but it will probably still be on the two-hour preview uh, the, or the two-hour kickoff show rather than the actual pay-per-view.
1: I agree. They're, they're probably going to do the Andre gimmick again, um, the Andre Battle Royale gimmick. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking – here's OK. Well, here's – what about Seth? What's he doing? Because I'm thinking – because we're going to look at all the, like, the top guys, right? Like yes. Seth could be feuding with uh, – Elias or maybe Seth and Finn Balor because I feel like the Seth Finn Balor might be something they
0: could do. They they got to do
1: something for Seth.
0: I think that would be the the better one but they often don't like to do the babyface babyface stuff but then again when they needed it they did go to AJ and Finn Balor.
1: What about okay what about
0: Bray Wyatt and is it going to be Bray and Matt Hardy? Oh man. I mean if they do that and I, 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 from what uh, from what uh, Big Dave wrote in uh, last week's Observer, they might have uh, they might be able to use some of the the TNA stuff uh, from from the broken Matt Hardy stuff, um, and so they can maybe do it properly <laughs> because the woken Matt Hardy stuff is not really getting over. And Bray is kind of the kiss of death for for in, any of his uh, competitors. <laughs> every every I think Bray, you know, I, I can't remember the last good feud he's been in. Uh, he, he, him, and Randy Orton from last year might win feud of the year in the Observer. He, he's been or, in uh, no worst worse feud of the year. I mean, he's never been in a good feud, bro. Look back. Well, he's the, she, the, the started Shield, started the Wyatt, him. the Wyatt family, and the Shield stuff was good.
1: Yeah, but that was like a month, a one month thing, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and then the Bray Wyatt Roman Reigns feud was terrible. No, you, you know, um, it sucks because they kind of lost an opportunity. I feel here because. Uh, Bray Wyatt's character was somewhat retconned. The original idea with Bray Wyatt's character in NXT or whatever or FCW when he was with Eli Cottonwood was that he was a Cajun from Louisiana. So obviously they're going back to New Orleans, right? And what better idea would it have been if they didn't retcon the character and they said that he they turn him babyface? This is the year to do it. You turn him babyface and you put him up against like you know Elias or whoever I don't know who right? You a uh, heel. The Miz, whatever, and I think it would have been more compelling, I think, to do Bray Wyatt and The Miz for the Intercontinental with Bray Wyatt as a babyface with all the New Orleans people, you know, kind of that fake home field advantage because he's from Tampa. Bray's from where I live. He's he's not from New Orleans, but, I mean, the character is. So, I mean, no, you can do things like that, you know. Um, but they're not going to do it. So I, I think what they're probably going to end up doing now that we're talking about it is they're probably going to do some kind of like five way, like Bray versus Matt versus Jeff, who might be back by then, versus uh, Finn versus Seth, you know, whoever's left over versus Elias. But we we're seeing a six way or a seven way in the Chamber. So I don't know, bro. I, I don't <laughs> know. There's a lot of guys that are being left off this thing.
0: And plus, they can't really do the money in the bank stuff anymore because that has its own pay per view. Yeah, well, we've also got Charlotte and Asuka, which is going to be like the women's great
1: wrestling match of the evening, or so we hope.
0: Yeah, I think that that'll be fun. That that'll be that'll definitely be fun. But I think the Oscar character, because I still don't think she can lose. Um, I think if, they, if if she's close to losing, because Charlotte, you know, is their top girl, and you know, Oscar then beats Charlotte, I think it could be pretty pretty good drama and pretty good sort of like. You know, again, sort of the women's revolution, you know, they put on this really good match and and, and well, they get a lot of applause. It's smart because if Asuka is going to go to SmackDown – and this is the plan as of like a month ago. They may
1: have changed their minds on this, OK? If Asuka going to go to SmackDown, it keeps her away from Ronda. So they've got another year to build up the Ronda-Asuka match. And if they're both using their arm bars to beat women, you know, what better idea than to do WrestleMania 35 – with the two undefeated women, Asuka and Ronda Rousey. I mean, it's perfect. Knowing
0: them, they're going to screw it up, but it's perfect. It really is. Um, And then, you know, you also have the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stuff. Um, Uh, They
1: might have a match. They might.
0: But you know what? I almost feel like, you know how they have these goofy, like, WrestleMania hosts, last year was New Day. I I would rather Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just – Sort of use their personalities in that kind of role, rather than get just rushed to, you know, just a normal, regular match that's kind of meaningless. Um, did you ever see that Kevin Owens special that they did? The, I think yes, it was, I uh, did.
1: We talked about it on Lucha Brothers. How Vince told them,
0: "Are we good?" No, he, exactly right. And, I and hope that and so, again. Well, he's very passionate. Like Owens is Owens is passionate about his work. He really wants to, you know, to, to be at a certain level that. You know, maybe he'll never get a chance to be at because WWE's WWE. Well, he's it's fat. not. It's not even that. It's it's just outside of you know a couple of guys. Like no one is allowed to even get get close to to, to top level, uh, and I think he's one of them. No matter how good he is of a personality, no matter how good matches he has. Uh, I think he's kind – of, they, they've just kind of decided, you know, OK, he, he can do this but he, he will never get here. Um, but I almost wonder if they should just do something, you know, a hosting gig or something so that they don't waste that. And, and I, I just hate – I would just hate it to, for them to be the – you know, the a 12th match on the show that's, that's sort of meaningless.
1: Well, it's going to be – yeah, it's going to be like 15 matches on this damn thing. So, I mean, we haven't even talked about the tag titles like – you know who the hell cares? Like it'll be pre-show shit. The tag belts don't mean anything right now. Like, who knows, bro? They, they, they'll fit. They'll fit a bunch of stuff on there, though. I, I just know that the top matches definitely do sound pretty good. You know, the, the, from what we're seeing, because there's no match on here that's even like that bad. Like, like, I, like you know, like Ronda could blow, but. You know, other than that, I mean, all the other Brock and 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 uh, and, and uh, Roman's not going to be a bad match. I I don't think so. No, they're going uh, to be
0: good.
1: It'll be good. The last one was great. The one in in in, in California, Santa Clara, was amazing. So I mean, uh, that won't suck. I doubt Seth Rollins and Finn Balor will suck. I mean, that's like an indie dream match right there. Uh, Nakamura and AJ won't suck. So right now, the way this I don't even think Nia Jackson Alexa will suck. I think the way this card is looking wrestling wise like like in ring and I'm not one of those guys that that jacks off to in ring wrestling like some of these guys do, but work rate wise it could be one of the better shows ever you know I don't know if it'll top nineteen um but it could be like it really could be they have a lot of, of chances here for it to be
0: so I remember and we'll we'll wrap this up because you know this is just sort of the kickoff we'll know a lot more stuff in the next couple couple weeks and you know we'll so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll tease that out for the next show that we do in two weeks but um, last year, I remember you were there and you texted me about halfway through the show and you were like, you know what, this is one of the best WrestleManias, uh, I think there's been. And the first the, half was really good. And then the <laughs> back half of that show, uh, was, a, was not as good a, as the first half. And I think that's the problem with these shows is, you know, you mentioned WrestleMania, uh, 17 or, or 19, like I those hate. were like four hour shows, right? They weren't six wow. hour shows.
1: Well, and, the, and we, you know, what killed that show was freaking Randy Orton and, and Bray Wyatt. I mean, that's just, and I, I was going to actually say, what the hell's Randy Orton doing for WrestleMania? What's Rusev doing? They have all these guys who are quasi over. Yeah. And they have no direction right now.
0: And, and I, think, I think what you mentioned earlier, which is we may see a few multi man matches, that, that, that has to be what's going to happen because if we already have, you know, technically eight matches or whatever that we've talked about. And again, they can change at any point because that's that that's you know you know nothing is in cement or as Jr would say, nothing is in pen; it's in pencil. Um, yeah, they they you know if you do add like say four more matches, they some of them have to be multi man or multi women matches because they're going to do one of the multi women match too to get more women on the card. So. Plus the Andre Battle Royal. That'll get a lot of guys. But, you know, it would be really sad to see someone like Randy Orton being in the uh, the Andre Battle Royal.
1: That's what I was thinking. They're going to have to stay. I mean, but they got to put some stars in there. It can't just be Mojo Rowley. I mean, they got to put some stars. They're gonna,
0: they they got to get Gronk in the Royal Rumble. you got to ask yeah, Mike get, Daniels about Gronk.
1: That unprofessional son of a bitch, bro. I don't know if I want to, bro. I don't know if I want to. Bro. <laughs> I I want to but
0: Wait, why is he unprofessional?
1: Didn't he, like, remember that right before the Super Bowl he got suspended because he kicked that one dude? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He a cleaned beat, him ball.
0: No, uh, the guy was on the ground, and the play was over, and he kind of like jumped on him after the that's play. right. Yeah. That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about what about um, what about um, what about uh, what do you call it? Oh God, I, I, I was going to mention some, oh, somebody who doesn't have a spot at WrestleMania yet. Joe. Oh. We have mentioned with Joe. I, I don't know if he's going to be ready, but um, who the hell was I thinking of? Oh, Ginder. What's Jinder going to do? Bobby Roode.
0: Yeah, that whole thing. I mean may, maybe the US title match is like a six-pack six challenge or something.
1: I'd be all right with that. If you, you know what? If you put Jinder, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, um, uh, Randy Orton in like a six-pack uh, ladder match, that's mania worthy. I, yeah. I'd be all right I think
0: it would be totally good. Randy
1: could do the RK off from from somebody off the ladder. You know Absolutely. what? That's it right there. We just Absolutely. Booked. You know, there Absolutely, there you go. Absolutely.
0: You you know though. You know last Rusev. year last year when we were talking about this, we kind of booked maybe the best moment of the whole show, but we just got the match wrong. I think we said that Jr. should come out and call Lesnar and Goldberg, but he actually came out after we said it. He actually came out to call uh, Roman and 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 uh, and Taker, right?
1: Well, so, so do you think that um, Jr. should do that this year, or maybe even Mar Rinaldo?
0: No, you know, Mauro will call the night before. He'll call the NXT show the night before, which you know will be really good. Um, but I think they do have to bring Jr. in every year. Jr. is going to be there because he's doing a um, he's doing a show the same actually the same time as uh, the Wrestling Observer Mailbag show that Big Dave and Brian are going to do. Um, so he'll be there, obviously. So I think they have to do it now. Like whatever the. Whatever the the iconic match that isn't the you know maybe the title match it, he should do it, it, it that might be Cena Taker this year right like that maybe that's Jr's match.
1: Yeah, I mean Jr calling Taker. I mean Taker's the one who requested, so I don't see why that's a bad idea, you know. Um, which is too bad because if it were me, I would want him calling like the second half of the show, like J. Like I think it would make sense. Is Morrow calls the Ronda match because he's got the MMA experience. They can say, "Okay, we're going to bring in a guy who knows MMA. Have Morrow help with that match, and then have Jr. do no have Morrow do that, and have him do AJ and Nakamura."
0: No, you know then, who, you know who you get to call uh, the Ronda match. You uh, call uh, you get Mike Goldber- Mike Goldberg from Bellator. Bro, he sucks. No, he's perfect because he called all the Ronda matches, right? Well, I except know. for the strike force ones, but he called get, all the get UFC big, runs. Get big John to do it,
1: bro. He's pretty good at that now. You could get Big John. Big John's scarier than any MMA fighter, bro. And I've always said that. Even since '93, he's been he's, been, he's bigger and more intimidating. Are you ready? He's as scary. He's scarier than any fight. I'm sorry, but if I look at Demetrius Johnson and him, bro, I'm sorry. Bro. <laughs> you had
0: you had to you had to diss DJ, man.
1: I you know what he's DJ DJ Ball plays fan.
0: video games man.
1: He's a Dragon Ball fan. He yeah. is yes I found that out recently. I never followed him because I don't ever trust any man who weighs under 120 pounds. But uh, I, you know he follows Dragon Ball so I followed him bro. He didn't follow me back but I'm sure he's a huge fan.
0: Uh, okay so I think I think that was a good enough little tease to what we're gonna do over these next I guess it's like six weeks until the big show. Um so uh so yeah so we'll 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 come back in 2 weeks again. I apologize for not being able to do the show next week. I'm actually going to be uh out of town visiting my kid in in Arizona. Um so uh but we'll we'll be back in 2 weeks and we'll we'll keep doing this up until the uh the big show. So um remember to check out uh Big D, uh World of Geekdom. I will uh, tweet I will uh put all his 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 handles, Twitter handle and all that stuff in in the notes on the show. And uh, for Big D, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out.